Welcome to Same Cast Different Day Podcast. I'm the host, Mark Tarola, here with my co-host, Crystal B. And thank you all for listening to this episode. And don't forget to hit that follow and subscribe button where you stream your podcast at. And don't forget to leave us that five-star review while you're at it. So, Crystal, before we get into my week, um, you got an announcement for the people? We have an announcement. Yes, we have an announcement for the people. Yes, we do. First of all, you can uh, raise your glasses and cheers yourself, by the way. Cheers right away. Cheers. That um, I actually will be having surgery this later fall in October. I'll be having my bottom surgery. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that. I'm not excited that I will not be on the podcast for maybe a month or so. So Martel's going to have to roll solo for a while. But promise everybody that I will be back. I'll be back in a four to six week period after my surgery. So hopefully sometime, maybe Thanksgiving-ish, maybe first of December, hopefully, we will be back in action. But good news is, everybody, that I will still be around and possibly do maybe a few TikTok podcasts. Woo! So I will put it out there just as everyone else. So... I'm so happy for that news, which means I have another reason to get drunk. <laughs> so, so I, I will be I will be sending Martel a bottle of wine that he can pop it open. To add to my already <laughs> collection well, of wine. We'll, we'll give him a nice, nice, a nice bottle of wine, probably from somewhere in the states. Um, we'll give him a nice bottle of wine, and when I tell him, you know, within that period of when actually. I recover and come to and I'm not in so much pain. I would be texting Martel and be like, hey, buddy, it's it's bottle popping time. I'll drink to that. And when I say it's bottle <laughs> popping time, that means you better pop some bottles. I mean, I have a bottle of champagne behind me. I haven't even opened it yet. So I mean, if you want to do that. and maybe, I mean, maybe I'm pretty sure some, I have more about him. Maybe, maybe make some mimosas. I don't know, you know. Yeah, maybe. that could be a thing. You know, really? So, um, as much as I talked about a certain social media website, mm-hmm. as of this recording, I am officially back on Twitter. So you can go follow me on Twitter at Marta Roland. Um, I did it to be more interactive with the listeners mostly. So if you guys have like any suggestions or you know, want to shout out on the show, you can just find me on Twitter, hit me up, and we'll get the ball rolling on the show. So it's just to be more interactive with the listeners. So which is why I got back on Twitter because Lord knows I really didn't want to be back on Twitter, but I'm back. <laughs> the, the good part about it is that I will be accessing Twitter once in a while. So if you see little weird comments or something fun or a lot of smi- smiley faces, that would be because of me. <laughs> so Crystal B I mean, that works for me. I mean, we might have to just turn over, create a, a Twitter account for the podcast and just let you run it. <laughs> That's right. We can have a little fun with it, you know. So, but we, we also have talked about possibly, I know that was the last few podcasts. We have actually have talked about um, doing a after the show. So that might be coming up soon before my surgery. Um, that'll be only on Apple and you have to subscribe to that. So that'll be a little more in-depth Maybe on some of our former podcasts, uh, maybe we'll get in depth on certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe we will actually get into in depth about what my surgery is all about and get a little more in detail. And people actually want to know a little more about it. Um, 
you know, but we're just going to leave that right there. We're not going to say no more than that because, you know, that's for those people that want to join the premium side of life. Yep. And so far as my week. Yes. um, First of all, how was your week? First of all, all, you got your glass of wine. I should ask the question. Being on the coast, Martel, how was your day? And then please tell me how was the week? Okay. So far as today. I didn't do nothing I was supposed to do today. Today was my first day off since last week, Thursday. And I didn't do nothing I was supposed to do. It was like around 11 o'clock. It's just been, it seemed like it's been dark here since like 11 o'clock because of the storm. Like it had rained so hard earlier that by the curves and stuff and looked like it was um, uh, like a river, like a little river going down the curves and on the streets and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I have no, I have no intentions of going outside today. Like today just been so, uh, yeah, it's been an icky day for me. And um, so I did, uh, for all you know, my, my friend, my best friend, Mary, uh, is getting married. And I finished her wedding video for her wedding reception. And after I watched it for the first time after I finished it, I literally almost boohooed a little. <laughs> really? Uh-oh. I that? did. It was, it, was, it was mostly knowing the journey that she came from. And some of the deadbeats, I should say, she dated along the way to get to where she is now, where she has her family now. And it's been so many like late night talks that we had about how she wanted the perfect person and how she was looking for, you know, her her forever person. And to finally see it happen, it, it made me tear up a little while putting that video together and actually watching it. Like I teared up a little it's like, oh, my God, it's finally happened. You know, that's a great thing. You know, that's okay. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? And, and I will tell you, hands down, just because I'm a female doesn't make any men less masculine or whatever else. It's a cryptic crime, by all means. I mean, I've seen I've seen my dad. I mean, my um, I had, a, I had an aunt that passed away not too long ago. And I can tell you right now, yes, it is it is heartbreaking. And I, my dad was like, you know, I want to do this in front of, you know, mm-hmm. you know in front of your mom. And I said, that's fine. It broke down inside of his pickup truck. All yeah. right, let it out. It's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, okay. I let him out. <laughs> let it out. That's okay. But my moms are happy tears. I mean, I was so happy. If if I could do a backstory of some of the guys she has dated over the period of time, Jeez. yeah. But I'm not gonna get into all that because some of them are a bit. A bit um explicit a little bit too explicit for the oh, podcast okay okay, okay. So a little bit, a little bit, yeah choke yeah. makers, makers yeah and you know yeah. some questionable ones but yeah it was just seeing that journey and, and seeing her finally happy and finding her forever person it's it's, it's amazing so yeah I, I was so happy about that um her wedding is is probably passed by the time this episode air would have been passed so yeah, um, once it actually happened, I will let you guys know how the wedding went. Um, hopefully, I can remember the wedding because I found she made the mistake of telling me that there's going to be all you can drink wine. Everybody knows oh, <laughs> how much I love my wine. So, <laughs> oh, oh, <geez. laughs> so it's like unlimited wine and beer and something else. So I'm like, well, I don't care too much for the beer, but for the wine, I'm like, hey, pour it. So, so when when I get married, Martel, we have all all you can drink beverage bar with wine and beer that'll work for me yeah i'm so i'm so for it 
Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, hopefully I don't date, date no deadbeats, hopefully not, or any kind of people that she, you know, from your friend that she dated. You know, running in those weirdos. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I'm still, uh, I think well, me and one of her exes still follow each other on Instagram. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> Although it, it's, 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 it's crazy. No, I know I'm not gonna get into it. Nope, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> okay. I'm not yeah, I'm not gonna do that one on a podcast. I'm sorry, y'all. I can't I can't get into that them details, but yeah, yeah. We, we, no, <laughs> we, we we leave the explicit stuff out for those people in those podcasts that want to do the explicit stuff. So no, we uh, Yeah, hopefully one day I can get her to come on a podcast one day. That'd be awesome. So, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I got it's gonna have to be after the wedding though, because she's um you know, so speaking uh so what was it? I want to say last week, Friday, she gives me a call and she has this drunk friend in the background. And she's like, hey, do you want to come out to the bar? I'm like, yeah, sure. I can come out for a little bit. I'm like, OK. I'm like, so when I like when I was on the phone with her, she didn't sound she, she sound drunk, but not as drunk as the friend. I get to the bar and then it's kind of empty in there for some reason, especially for Friday, which is weird. Hmm. But I get there <clears throat> And she sees me and she does like the drunk girl run with the air hug thing towards me. I'm like, oh my God, here it goes. <laughs> and then I got blamed. Then she had blamed me. Like, if I can't fit in my wedding dress, it's your fault. I'm like, how is it my fault? Like, you wasn't even drinking with me today. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, you wasn't even drinking with me today. It's your maid of honor fault <laughs> for allowing you to do all this eating and drinking. Because I think. They were somewhere. They had dinner and then they had drinks before I even got to the the second bar that they were at. So I'm like, okay, (laughs) that's kind of her fault. But then we left that bar and went downtown to another bar, which was full of old people. Well, I say like like late 30s, 40s, 50s people. And then it was some questionable men in there. Looked like there was about 70 something. that had no business being in there trying to gyrate on some of the women in there <laughs> it is so funny she was kept on saying like why aren't you drinking i'm like well your friend already has hit on like 12 people since we've been here already while she's like sitting on the lap of another guy this is how drunk she was wow. i mean this I, this night was kind of epic though it was an epic night i mean she did score some free drinks the drunk friend so <laughs> and drinks, exactly you can't turn down free drinks. No, no. So uh, then she asked me, why aren't you drinking? I'm like, well, she's like epically drunk already. So it's like, there's not much I can really do when she's like this drunk already. <laughs> and then you're drunk. So I'm like, somebody has to be responsible one and drive home. So, yeah, that was what, Saturday, one and a Friday. Okay. And uh, let's see. Oh, then my uh, my mother. Oh, my God. She harassed me for two weeks to go to Home Depot. And we finally get to Home Depot. And I was a bit upset because, like, she had or no more than she one of those people, like, she has to walk around the store and whatever. So we finally, she went to use my credit card for to make her purchase or whatever, my Home Depot card. I say, you really bugged me for two weeks for you to come up here and spend $5? I was like, heavily upset oh dad made it in oh hi brian look at those tattoos Woo. 
I like them. I like those tattoos. That's Doctor Who. I'm so glad you recognized it because, geez, that would have sucked. The last five hours would have sucked if you didn't recognize it. <laughs> uh, to be honest, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> That's what the call the co-host kind of knows what's going on. Apparently, that was just like... To be I honest, know. I never watched any of the Doctor Who stuff, so I don't know. Oh. Right. I got to go back in, so I just wanted to pop in and say hi. Hi, Ryan. <laughs> right. Have, have fun. Right. Have fun. Bye, guys. Bye. So, yeah, that was kind of my week. Especially, yeah, that was my week so far. <laughs> the so week still was, isn't over yet. It's not. Nope. So that was our guest decided to stop in and say hi. And he had a Doctor Who tattoo that he was actually getting to finish up. Um, so that was that was nice for uh, Mr. Ryan to stop in for a little bit. Um, so, I mean, by all means, um, the podcast is always available for audience members. Or if you want to just drop on in once in a while, by all means, we uh, we're um, I will be creating a YouTube channel for the podcast. So all of our the Zoom stuff, the stuff that you guys don't get to see, you actually will be seeing it on YouTube soon. It's like I know I got about 10 weeks, 10, 10 weeks worth of episodes to, <laughs> to put out there. But yeah. Oh, we got the countdown again. That sucks. We do? <laughs> yeah. I don't see it on this side. Yeah, we do. They're giving us the oh. countdown again. Oh, because we had the two people in. Okay, well, yeah. Well, then I guess we'll count it. To, oh, now it's oh oh that was gone. No, it's still there. We'll 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 wing it because, like I said, we had yeah. nothing planned this episode whatsoever no. going into no, this no. episode, and we just know that we hey we need to get an episode together. So here we are. <clears throat> we're, we're we're just gonna wing it tonight, you know. And sometimes it's uh you know sometimes we do have. Uh, topics sometimes people actually and we always make suggestions on any kind of topics on certain things to talk about um this time around we actually ran out of topics for once i know right it's like we have something going on well you know i mean you know, you know what i'll tell you what well, we've you know got what? the party picnic coming up you know what the pride picnic is coming up pretty quick so now i understand that that this will be um this will be until july but we are actually still in we're actually still um this podcast won't come out until July, but we actually have the Pride Picnic coming up. And so they're going to be doing a lot of different events. Um, they're actually going to be doing, actually, which is, I think it's awesome. They're actually going to have a pop vaccine clinic. I saw um, that. That, that. I thought that was amazing. And so they actually have registered nurses there um, to actually, you know, register you. And then if you want to get the first shot and then you can, uh, you know, they'll tell you where to go to get your second shot if you decide you want the two shot series or you wish to get the Johnson Johnson one shot, you know, so uh, whichever you wish to do, um, you know, we, I, I don't want to te- force people to say to get it, but I can tell you that um, as Mr. Martell being in the healthcare industry, um, yes, you should, you know, for the, it's for the best of everything, not just yourself. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, I mean, yes, we still wear masks in certain locations. I still wear them in, inside gas stations and stores. Because I don't know who's vaccinated now. I don't and, know. I mean, it, it mostly does protect yourself because if you do come in contact with somebody who does have the virus and they happen to pass it on to you, there's a good 90% chance, over 90% chance that you won't end up in the hospital on the ventilator. So it's very worth getting the, uh, the vaccine. And then on top of that, for those who cannot get the vaccine, who's like 12 or 12 and younger who cannot get the vaccine, you're actually protecting them also. 
because mm-hmm. we need to achieve a certain amount of people getting the vaccine for that we can say well there's an immunity to the vaccine until we get enough people vaccinated we won't have that immunity which means we'll still forever have this problem with this virus going on until we get enough people vaccine which is yep. why we need to get the vaccine people need to get vaccinated and, and i understand there's some people out there too mm-hmm. that might have health concerns this and that that might not be able to get it they might have um you know i'm not gonna really list them i do know some people actually have serious health concerns that are not even allowed per mm-hmm. doctors medical condition whatever it is they are just not able to do that they have to wear a mask you know and they would love to get the the shot mm-hmm. but until they can figure out how to make it so these people won't get any kind of repercussions or something happen to them i, I understand and then uh also one of the things with getting uh the oh crap with getting it my voice is not acting right tonight (laughs) have a drink Mm. okay i forgot where i was going dick that because my voice went (laughs) totally out the word but yeah it is very important it is important to make sure that you do go out and get the uh, vaccine. Just make sure that you go out and get it. There's always, you know, mm-hmm. do do it, do it for all, all humankind. Do it. I mean, you know, really, if you want, if you want to do something good in life, here's, here's a chance that you can actually help people stay alive. Oh, and then one of the concerns that I always hear is one of the concerns is, they came up with a vaccine so fast. I'm like, y'all got to realize once this thing started hit, they was already working on a vaccine. And yeah. then you guys got to think this isn't like the 1990s and the 80s and the 70s and the 60s or even the 50s no more, where it takes two to three years to make a vaccine. Technology has advanced so much that it don't take two years to come up with a vaccine. Hmm. Now, it literally took them a year to get this vaccine out and get it safe and ready for people to be able to get. So it's like I said, stop using that excuse. Like it, it, it took them to the vaccine came too fast. Like all you were complaining about a vaccine and how we needed a vaccine. But then now that the vaccine is here, nobody wants to, a lot of you don't want to get the vaccine, which I just think, think is pure stupid. So just get the vaccine and shut up. <laughs> yeah, let's just do it. Just, just do it. You, you, you're, you're saving yourself health. It could, you could have, you know, the consequences with this COVID is we don't even know the whole facts of it yet. Is you, exactly. There could be other health-like concerns. You may have a consistent cough the rest of your life. You could wind up with a heart murmur. I mean, there's all kinds of, you know, uh, liver problems or gallbladder. I don't mean, you know, there's a tons of things in your body that could yeah. be affected. A few, I know. I heard a few. <clears throat> I heard of a few people who they have uh, had COVID and recover. <clears throat> my voice is acting crazy and oh, i recovered from covid um they have like breathing like it's been issues with their lungs and stuff i don't know if i forgot what it was but it's something with their lungs that it's a they're like a long-lasting effect that it has on it and then also on the heart too i don't know it's, it's it's like when you when you have covid especially when we didn't have it when with the vaccines mm-hmm. it put a lot of stress in your body it made your body not be able to what it does is causes your body all this fluid to build up in your lungs. And when all that fluid is in your lungs like that, and then you're already weak yourself, your body cannot cough up that fluid, which eventually you're basically drowning in your fluids until you die. That's why a lot of those people end up on ventilators where the machine is doing the breathing for them. 
So that's what I said. People, you really need to take the, getting the vaccine very serious. It's, I mean, it's, it's millions of dollars of costs, you know, just alone. And, and, and like I said, that, that total, we, we know, we're not going to get into details on that, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, this is not a cheap deal, you know, and people can speculate all they want. It was made some another country or. If you're one of those other. people who do not have health insurance and you end up with COVID in the hospital, just expect to be left with a $2 million bill. I'm going to tell you that. There we go. Very sick of my- my mom went to, she had, uh, uh, she has, she has a blood disease, um, which basically it causes her blood to clot. And she went to the hospital. I think she had to get, uh, like plasma phoresis done, which is basically like getting an oil change of your blood basically. And, um, I think she had to get like four treatments of that. And the hospital billed her for over a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> And, and this is with insurance and by her end, she's a veteran and the VA was fighting, uh, was fighting, uh, paying the bill and I, they're still fighting, paying the bill. And it's been, kidding? it's been like four or five years. And your mom was even, a, yeah, that's pathetic. She's a veteran. Yeah. And like any, any, Wrong. they supposed to pick up the cost for that and they didn't. So Aurora, yeah, Aurora charged her over a hundred thousand dollars. That's wrong. Mm-mm. For and I believe it's only she was only there for like a week and a half, over a hundred thousand dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. So people, y'all do learn how to do better taking care of yourself. I know after this wedding, I'm gonna start taking my fat butt back to the gym <laughs> because I have, yeah, I've been doing nothing during the whole pandemic. <laughs> I don't even know how I survived the pandemic at this point. Well, I'll tell you what, people have been surviving it by if you would actually you watch like the world news or their, you know, U.S. news. It's amazing the uh, people homeschooling kids and the recycling bins full of beverages, <laughs> glass and aluminum. And I'm amazed that we've made it this far, okay, <laughs> from, from 2019 to 2019 until today. If we made it this far and the alcoholic companies have tripled, quadrupled in sales. A lot of people probably have to go to AA after the pandemic. <laughs> They're going to have to go to AA. <laughs> and, and, and that and it, might, it might happen. Someday we might be able to get COVID under control. Might be able to get it contained to the point of where it might only be a seasonal thing or it might never happen again. And then you know what I also think? I think if Donald Trump was still in an office, a lot of these people who was who are against the vaccine will be getting it. You know, possibly. I mean, but I'm wondering if Trump would actually would have rolled it out as quick to me. And again, I'm not on either side of the line. I wonder if Trump would have rolled it out as quick as Joe Biden. And I'm just I mean, he it. probably wouldn't have had, but we probably would still we we probably have about two million people dead right now if Trump was in office. That's probably what I'm thinking too. Yeah. So, yeah. This is. I'm trying to think. Okay, this is Biden's first year in office. I'm like, (laughs) I need to stop drinking. (laughs) Yeah, Biden's in till end of 2024, and then he's got to pack it up or maybe stick around. I don't. I don't. Speaking of, so Tony Evers is uh up for election. I believe. Do we vote this year or next year? Yeah. 
2022. You vote next year? Next year. Okay. Yeah. So he's up for re-election. And I, I wonder if Scott Walker is going to try to make another bid for governor. Mm. Mm. And I just pray to God and hope no. that no. he does. Like, I tell people all the time, I can deal with a Republican person in office. It just depends on how much of a dick they are to me. And he's like the top of the top of dicks of in the history of dicks. He's just a dick. <laughs> I think he's the worst governor ever. He Seriously. he was like he got rid of all the unions like people can't can't even fight for their own jobs no more. And then like the only option you have to fight for your job is to go down to EEOC. And it's they deal with so many cases. It's like it's pointless in trying to fight for your job. Yeah. And, and then, like I said, like he the whole entire time he was in office, he did nothing for minorities whatsoever. No. Mm-hmm. So no. It, it was like, why are people voting for him? And then even some of the people who are were considered. It was so crazy because like a lot of people who work for uh, a certain county, uh, a county hospital here um, had voted for him and he eliminated their jobs. So now all these people are either forced to retire or they're they're being forced to retire. They have to look for a new job. And some of these people are like in their 50s and 60s who are, you know, still depending on their job. That's pretty hard. Put them out of work. Yeah, that's that's not an easy thing. And now now you have to re. It's like you got to reevaluate your life. Like, where am I going to go for the next? And and I'm not saying that when you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, it's, it's harder. Usually 50s and 60s, it gets harder because. Who want to hire you at that age? Yeah, nobody really wants you. But, um, you know, do you have to go back out in the work world to something different? Possibly. You know, you might have to go from the hospital back to maybe. And like some of these people that worked there, they was there for like 30, 35 years. And now they're losing they're losing their jobs because of him. Yeah, that's sad. That's just like the position that he held before he got governor. He tried to eliminate that position. Like, like yeah. nothing he de- ever did ever made sense. Like, since Tony Evers been in office, they refused to let this man do anything. But one thing I can say, he has been doing his hardest to fix some of these raggedy ass roads <laughs> in this freaking state. <laughs> I mean, he, he's, he's trying to do his best with what he has. And, and I a lot of credit for it. Um, I don't know. If, well, I think that he might approve the project, but from going through from um, from South Milwaukee mm-hmm. to the Illinois, going into Illinois, we crossed the border to Illinois. I'm finally happy they made the highway four lanes. Some areas is five. So I'm happy that they did that. Um, they are doing some a lot of road repairs in the city. Yeah. So. Yeah, but one thing I do want to see though is for uh, so if for, for for people who don't live in Wisconsin, Milwaukee is the most populated metro area in the state, and Milwaukee contributes to majority of the state budget. Like majority of the state money comes from the city of Milwaukee or the Milwaukee County area. But when it comes down to back time to give that money back for that money to come back from Madison and give it back to the city, so the city can invest and fixing their roles or improving schools or, you know, coming up with programs to help people, this Madison doesn't give that money back. And I learned this from a person from Chris, uh, Chris Walton, who was on the uh, podcast last year. 
um, who was running for state assembly, and I have learned this from him. Like I didn't even know that. Mm. And and it, and it, it's still a kind of an issue. So like, <clears throat> so they're yeah. banking money and putting it somewhere else. Yeah. So like, so like when it, even when it comes down to like the school systems. They give schools like so basically schools that get the most funding are the schools where it's really upper class people, people who parents party probably once they're done with school and college, you know, they have a job set, of, you know, making yeah. six figures or whatever type mm-hmm. stuff like those schools actually get more money, more, <clears throat> more funding than the metro area public schools do. Which which is which is you sick. It's pathetic. I, like I, you would think you would put more money, <clears throat> more money into metro schools in the most most populated area, where you have the most you know lower class people living. Basically, you would think that you would have put more money into them schools, and then they don't. Yeah, you know, and and that brings up a good point because I remember watching a documentary on like some in Chicago when they had like complete like heat wave, mm-hmm. and then what they did what they did over time was a lot of these stores were in the what they call the metro areas of chicago which weren't really safe mm-hmm. safe areas so these stores couldn't stay open because they kept on getting robbed or broken into this and that so eventually they just closed down so these people had nowhere to go like they had to drive if they had a vehicle had a vehicle if they did or a bike and then they had a bike somewhere maybe even a half an hour hour distance to get what they needed and then what if you if you needed a frozen item or something like that mm-hmm. by the time you got home it was no good you know you know yeah. I, I i you know i think this it's true everything everyone should be i mean tony ebers made a better deal with the private in the private schools right now to give them more vouchers well what's that doing for public then why, mm-hmm. why don't we i i got nothing against private i'm not against it well, let's take care of the public schools that the state runs first the thing only thing i have personally have a against private schools is is to me they throw out traditional learning and you know what it and i feel like private schools have taken is the reason why public schools are failing so much right now because they're taking a lot of students away and then these private schools are getting this money and, and, and getting more money than some of these public schools and not doing what they are supposed to be doing. And, and that, and they wonder why it's so many kids out here that's in the situation that they are. Like if a cop was to pick up, you know, a kid off the street and that's supposed to be during school hours, that's supposed to be at school. I don't know if that cop, so that cop actually, if that school still person is in, in enrolled in public school, the police officers, once they take them to the, wherever they take them to, the little center they take them to, the police officers actually have access to see that child's attendance in school. Oh, geez. To see if this is a, you know, a repeat issue or, you know, if this is like, oh, okay, well, you maybe we made him like I know like if your attendance is 90% or higher in school they would just release you and let's send you on about your day and if it's lower they force you to stay there the whole entire school day and you have to do your school work there mm-hmm. compared to now where majority of these kids are in private school I'm pretty sure that the police officers don't have access to those kids attendance records so yeah, I feel like private schools are like yeah, I don't really too much care for them 
especially a lot of these like Christian private schools, because at the end of the day, it's like you guys have the worst curriculum curriculum ever. And then to me personally, I have never seen y'all produce a successful student. So I don't I don't like them. I, I, I just hate I hate private schools. I, I'm I'm more I'm more for the public schools, and I will always be for the public schools. I went to a public school. Um, I'm guessing Martel, you probably did the same. Probably I was a public charter school. Okay, but it was still so regardless. Of, it was yeah, it was still, still it was still considered MPS. Yes, still, still public school, regardless. Of, even if it was a charter, I mean that was something new in the last maybe 15, 20 years. I believe the charter schools have been around. It's not like this has been now. I am for charter schools because, like I said, I actually enjoy my time in tar- uh, charter schools. I don't know if I talked about it on a podcast before, but um, when I was in charter, well, so the charter school that I originally went to, it was located inside North Division, but the name of the school was called Truth Institute for Leadership and Service. And during my time there, I can honestly say I never had more than 25 kids in my class. Oh, wow never it was always a small class the teachers were hand-on i had this teacher named miss hall and she was my math teacher and like i I believe i might have said this on a podcast before but i was going to school at uwm and i had um inboxer i had inboxer on facebook one day and i said how did you know that i was a hands-on learner learner like i need to be engaged and paying attention in order for me to learn the material and she was like, it's my job as a teacher to know that for each every, individual student. So imagine being so. So that was when I was then later on during my I think my I say per towards the end of my senior year is ball after the first semester. They decided to merge the school back into just one huge school again. Ugh. And then so in one of my classes, I ended up having 56 students in one class. What? With one teacher. So you think that one teacher is going to be able to have the time to, especially if if it's a rowdy class, going to have the time to try to get the class settled down, learn each child, each 56 child, each, each of the 56 kids in that class, you know, the way they learn and you know, their learning style or whatever is hard. 56? That is like, I mean, I mean, I've seen 20 and 30, you know, my, in some of my classes, but yeah, we had 56 in that class. That's nuts. I mean, that, to, to the point of, you know, I could see limiting how many kids per classroom. Now, that's something that probably... But because MPS, you know, basically cut so much... Well, since the state cut so much money from MPS, they had less teachers, which means you, we got all these students, so we have to put them somewhere. Oh, jeez. And like I said, then at this point, it had got to the point where basically only extracurricular class that you had was gym there was no uh they were they were trying to cut art class i think the, money, the most they might have gave us what as far as art was like calligraphy which is like you had to dip the little thing in the ink and write with the like the how they did back in like the 1700s and stuff like that so other than that we didn't really have any art classes we didn't have you know the computer classes or we didn't have home ec none of that stuff driver's ed none of that stuff was available for us so it, it because I feel like the rise in public schools taking away the funding from private uh, the rise in private schools 
take away funding from public schools has made it very hard for public schools to be able to make school fun and worth going. And that's why I feel like a lot of kids do not go to school no more because there's school doesn't have that nothing to offer. No. I mean, yeah, you go to get your education and learn so that you can't graduate and go on to college. But then for those kids who necessarily don't like school or don't have an itch for school, it's like, you know, what do you do to make them want to come to school? I, I mean, art class is essential, you know, home ec, definitely, you know, even even computer skills classes, you know, stuff like that. Think, like are, like for kids like journalism stuff, like there's no journalism stuff, no school newspaper, nothing. There was there was nothing for kids. So I, I, I don't know how it is. I can't imagine by now it's even more worse. And, and like it's lot. like you got your basic, you know, you got your math, science, probably English and social studies, and then you take gym and graduate. And that, that's that's about it, probably. Just think the early two thousands when all that stuff kind of started fading away. That's too bad. Yeah. And it's so, sad. So I feel like so like by the, I know by, by the time I graduated high school, I feel like the public school system set us up to fail. Because it was like when we finally got out into the real world, we didn't know anything. We didn't know basic survival skills. We didn't know how to do some certain things. Like well, they didn't teach us how to do a resume or how to prepare us for going to look for a job. They didn't really prepare us for college. So when we got to college, everything seemed so foreign because like, I feel like some of the stuff that I was taught in public school, by the time when I got to college, it was like everything they taught you in public school was wrong. So they just told you to talk to the basics, but they didn't get into details as to everything else. Exactly. So it was like, once I got to college, I'm like, wow, like literally everything I learned was completely wrong. And like, even when I took a history class, like, and I had to take this class twice because I failed the first time. And I took this history class and it was like, and it was on American history. And I was like, I never learned any of this stuff. Like they didn't, they like, they even taught us about the different battles during the, um, um, when, when America was like fighting for the independence, they told us about different battles during the civil war. I'm like, they taught us none of this. Nothing. <laughs> so, so, okay. Being, being from your, your generation, my question is, is that, do you think with the, because of not being taught, certain essential things through middle school and high school Does, would that relate to all the all the craziness and rioting and everything else going on because of not being educated correctly uh, and not, yes. getting that, not getting the proper i'm not going to say every kid but i think every individual kid probably needed that probably creativity mm-hmm. because my child is 20 years old and his creativity is playing video games. If I were to give him a pen and paper, okay, and tell him when I was younger, I would draw stuff. Mm-hmm. And I did a very good job when I was younger drawing stuff. And, and don't go, I, my electronics are nice. I, mean, I had so, a sketch pad. Like, we still have video games during my era, but when I got bored, so I didn't have a sketch pad with draw stuff. And, and I think, to me, that's the best thing in the world. If you could take what you did as a child and actually incorporate that into your life. Mm-hmm. Maybe look at really what happened. I understand there's, there's riot teens and stuff like that. To me, 
I'm not, I got nothing against the protests. So you guys want to get out there and march against, you know, if it was a union thing or, you know, something was wrong, you know, or, or something with, uh, you know, even George Floyd, you know, as an example, not, not to be the example of person, you mm-hmm. know, what, what, what about Rodney King back in the nineties? I mean, that was another one back in but, Los Angeles, you know, but the difference between, cause I believe even with your generation and my generation was taught this same thing. We see difference between us. And I think the generation I say probably that was born in like probably two thousands and older. Mm-hmm. The difference between us and them is that we understand that we have to work for what we want. Yes. And with them, they feel they're entitled to things like things should just be handed to them. Like they don't want to do put in the work for things. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem difference between us. And I feel like us and them. And, and, and no, no, I do know some 18 to 22 year olds that are hardworking. Like you will not. Be. Mm-hmm. I'm you not know, saying all I, of them, you know, but, and then I understand my kid is a little bit autistic. Okay. With the, with COVID we're not, making him get a job mm-hmm. once COVID is under control, he's going to have to work a part-time job. Right. It doesn't, okay. Listen, it doesn't make a difference. You know who you are. You could have been in a car accident. You could have, some bad could happen. Okay. There's mm-hmm. always, there's always most companies or businesses are willing to work with people. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why you have the equal, equal opportunity employment in America. Right. So any employer is willing to work with you, okay? Even if you're partially handicapped or if you have a problem or you can't work a few hours, you know, a few hours a day or a week. You know what? Anybody can do it. That anybody. is true. Anybody can. You know, I've talked to enough people that, that live off um, state-funded funds, and I, you know that they can work. They can. Right. But do they put the effort into it, just like these young kids that are entitled to? No. They just figure they're entitled to money, free money. Exactly. And which I, I think is complete chaos. But yeah, like I said, they like yes, yeah, they always feel like they're entitled, like they don't have to work for anything. Like I said, like like for the ones who do play video games, like yeah, like if you're like I know for the NBA 2K franchise, like they have actual esports where you can get drafted into a virtual NBA team and actually make a career and a living off of playing that video game. I mean, you have to really? be pretty damn good. Yeah, you have to be pretty damn good. But yeah, like, or, you know, you got people who make money off for uh, streaming video games, like people oh, yeah. who do like the role playing community on, on uh, Twitch and stuff. So their career, they have more to me, this generation now, especially since they even more technology shabby, because there are even some technology stuff that I don't still understand. But with the technology, like they grew up with this whole tech, with all this, this tech generation stuff. Yeah. So they they can basically they can have these skills and can make careers off of doing not really even going to college anymore. Like for me and your generation, we were taught like, hey, the only way to be successful and have a, a successful career is I either you start your own business or you go to college. Pretty much, pretty much, and, and that's how it was. For me, same thing, or 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 get a job and work your way up the ranks. That's about it. Ex- exactly. But somewhere along the line, working up, the, working your way up, though, you still got to go to college, at least go to take some type of college courses along the way mm-hmm. in order to get that promotion that you want or so on. 
mm-hmm. compared to this next generation where, hey, if I just become, you know, internet famous, I can make a whole career off of being an influencer. Yeah. And they're doing it. And, and they're they're making money. You know, these these kids are, you know, there's kids 10, 12 years old that are millionaires. Yeah, off of being do. social media influencers. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, you know. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, you, you started a podcast. I, I get to join in, you know, I get to join as a co-host, mm-hmm. you know, due, due to, um, you know, the former, you know, she was, she's busy in life and, and, you know, and everything else, you know, I would love to see this thing kick off like a rocket and start making some money by all means. You, you know, what I do for a living and what you do for a living, to be honest with you, if we had a podcast for, you know, whatever, you know, if we had to do this two, three times a week for maybe a few hours in the, you know, day mm-hmm. and get paid for it, by all means, I will hang up. I will hang up my full-time job and do this. You can yeah. guarantee it. I will hang it up and say, I wish you the best, but you know what? I'm making a decent amount of money podcasting now. And I really don't need to, you know, I don't, I don't need this, you know? Exactly. And like, I told people, like, I have tried so many things, which I was going to get into next episode, but we have about five minutes left. So I'm going to try to get to it real quick. I've been telling people that uh, one of the things that I, I I do realize I like to do, and like, I like talking, and I like getting to new people, getting to know new people, and I like telling stories, and I like doing this. And I said, this is something I can see myself making a career off doing, and I enjoy doing it. And like uh, some people like like some people be like, well, why don't you just do it full time? Like I do it. I do do it full time. And like and I work full time also. Like I got to support myself. I'm not one of those people who will just quit their job and did not have a backup plan. Like my job is my backup plan. That's why I still work and do this, because that is where. So if if something doesn't work out, I still have my job. I can still feed and take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Compared to some, like I have seen some people, a lot of people, and I've been seeing them on social media, and they will quit their job saying, I'm going to go pursue this. And then five, six months later, they don't really have, they don't exhausted all their money. And then now they're on Facebook, you know, trying to pull everything back together again. And I said, I don't want to be one of those people. It's, it's not, it's not I, a good idea. I'm not trying to discourage people from going after their dreams, go after them. Go conquer oh, yes. your dreams. Go oh, do yes. it. But make sure. And I'm not saying like some people like, you know, if you have a, a backup plan, that's like setting yourself up to fail. I'm like, no, it isn't. It's setting yourself up so you don't be homeless. Yeah. And I refuse to be homeless. <laughs> yeah, none of us, none of us wish to be there. I mean, yeah, when, when that time comes and, and who knows, maybe it'll be to the point where maybe the full time job that you that each of us have right now maybe it'll be just part-time jobs because maybe the podcast will make that other 50 percent of it you know and so then we've now conquered the one you know the one hill or one mountain Mm -hmm. now we need to conquer one or two more to you know to get there you know and that could happen i mean i mean i love i love that this is awesome i've always wanted to be like a dj the podcast thing i thought it never really i mean I was a guest like two or three times on your, you know, on mm-hmm. your show. And I was like, gosh, this is really a lot of fun, you know, but I'm like, I didn't really. And then when I kind of decided to take the step and ask you and I was like, 
I, I mean, I love it. I mean, people are hearing me. We're constantly getting new listeners, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I always tell people, you know, share, share this, share this with your friends, your family, even, even your coworkers, you know? Right. Even if, even if you're randomly, you know, listen to some podcast and you're say, say you're, let's, let's just say, let's say you're on a train somewhere, you know, maybe you're in a large metro city, Chicago, Atlanta, mm-hmm. uh, maybe out in California. And maybe you're, you're instead of you got one earbud in the other one, you're kind of, you're listening and you're like, gosh, this is really good. This and that. And maybe someone next to you or in the area would be like, Hey, what are you listening to? And you can tell them you listen to the same cast, different day podcast. You'd be like, check it out. When you get home, go stream it, you know, get on your, get on your, your electronic device, you know, check it out. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, word, word of mouth can go a long way. Right. And I do this for the people like, cause for a while, I felt like I was doing too much reporting on what was going on in pop culture. And I'm like, ah, people don't want to hear that all the time. So when I'm doing these, I'm trying to do this for the everyday person who is listening, for the person who's in the same situation as me, probably. You know, and, and there, or there might be somebody who's struggling with some type of issue right now. They can hear this podcast and it'll bring them out of that darkness. So this is why I do this. I enjoy doing this right here. You, you know, and we're the only podcast <laughs> podcasting that actually has a host that is gay and a co-host that's transgender. You know, where, where there's nothing we, you know, we have not, we're not trying to top the top. Okay. Okay. We're just human beings. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're all human beings. Let's not check. We're also human beings, but it's nice to get a fresh perspective on what's going on. You know, when, when, when I have my surgery, when I'm going to be in another state, by all means, you know, maybe we will, we will get into some details about, you know, things going on out there or where else. Maybe we'll talk about the local culture out there. I don't know. You know, who knows what, uh, you know, with, with the podcasting, we never really know what's going to happen. But Oh, since we almost got less than a minute left, uh, I just want to let you guys know, I want to try a new segment on the podcast. So if you're in the Wisconsin area or familiar with Wisconsin, let me and Claire know. So I think we want to try, like, I wanted to do something where we try different restaurants around the city and give it a review on it. Uh, on the podcast so you guys suggest uh, 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 go hit me up on Twitter hit me or clear up on uh, Twitter or Facebook and send your suggestion into us into what restaurant we should go to and then let us thank know. you all for listening to this episode of same and, uh, class yeah. ah my god I said same <laughs> class oh my god it's the wine how did I mess up Wait, my own podcast thank, name thank you so much for listening to same cast different day with our host right over there laughing his, <laughs> laughing his butt off I don't know how I, I butchered the name of the podcast. I mean, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll do this over again. We'll just have a little fun with this, and that's okay. We'll, we'll do a lot of it on this one. We're going to okay, let it so, stand. We're letting it stand. So, okay, by the way, by the way, here's our host. Here's our host. Here it is. The host with, host with the most is Martel Rowland. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. Let's try this again. Oh, please, y'all, do not laugh when y'all hear this because I'm leaving all this in. So please don't. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to this episode of Same Cast, Different Day Podcast. I'm your host, Martel Rowling. Oh my God, I messed up my own name. Oh my God. <laughs> you can check out Martel, Martel Rockhead. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. <laughs> I'm with the. Oh, my God.
Okay. Oh my god. Okay. So we're having, we're Take, having some this is like episode like 62 or 63 by now. I should have this down packed by now, and I still don't. Uh, like, come on. <laughs> okay, so thank you everyone for joining us for a same cast different day with our host <laughs> Marta Roland. And you can follow me on Twitter because I'm back on Twitter. So make sure you go follow me on Twitter and I will follow you back and make sure. I went back on, like I said at the beginning of the episode, I got back on Twitter to interact with you guys and be more interactive with you. So you can follow me on Twitter at Marta Roland. You can find me on Instagram at Marta Roland. You can find me on TikTok at Marta Roland. And then you can find me on Facebook. You can like my Facebook page at Marta Roland One. I think it's on Facebook. And then you can follow the podcast on Instagram, which is, I think it's at, at SCDD Podcast or Same Cast DFNT Podcast on instagram is one of those two and don't forget to follow the podcast facebook pages the same cast different day podcast and i am crystal b um i am located at three different social media websites and if you want to i'll be working on probably a few more down the road um i will be also i will also be kind of helping along the way with twitter um possibly with instagram oh sorry i'm like tickled myself over here (laughs) i'm crystal b I'm Crystal B on Facebook, Miss Care Bear WI at TikTok, and if you wish to hit me up on Snapchat, according to Martel, that is forty old people. <laughs> Not old. <person. laughs> I look like I'm 27. Get out of town. <laughs> I'm, I'm younger than you, buddy. So, all right, you can also check me out on Snapchat at DJ Care Bear One Through One. This has been a great episode of Same Cast Every Day with the man, the man right over here. That's me. That's me, Marta Rowan. Thank y'all for tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast. That really helps out the podcast. And if you listen on Apple, don't forget to leave us that five-star review. We always need those reviews. And coming soon to all you Apple podcasters is after the cast will be coming soon. Now we're gonna keep on, we're gonna keep on, you know, making you guys wait, but it's coming soon. It, it might be more shenanigans like how I just butchered the internet of this podcast like six times in a row. It might be shenanigans like that, so make sure you guys tune in to that. That'd be called after. Might have some bloopers, maybe. Who knows what? Yeah, we really don't know. That'd be after the cast coming to Apple. That'll be fun. That'll be a good time. All right, you guys, have a good, have a good one. Thank y'all for tuning in.